Welcome to Zion Impact Ministries, the local assembly of the Kingdom Community of Believers. As you listen to this message, we pray that God establishes the governing influence of Christ Jesus in your life through fellowship and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for that word. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Are you sure you are ready for the word of God? Are you sure you are ready? Are you very, very sure? Hallelujah. Amen. We want to thank God for this opportunity to be here. Hallelujah. We thank God for this opportunity to be here. I also thank God for the opportunity to even stand before his children. Hallelujah. Do you know who the children of God are? Do you know who the children of God are? He said, for ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him that has called you out of darkness into light. Hallelujah. God says what? We are a chosen what? Generation. A royal priesthood. Hallelujah. A peculiar people. Hallelujah. So every time when you see a child of God, a child of God is, is, is a special species. Now the word a new generation is not talking about a dispensation of time. It is talking about something that has a new gene. Hallelujah. A new generation. So it means that the, 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 the child of God is something that was generated. It is talking about a new creation. Hallelujah. So the child of God is something uncommon. It is something that has been newly generated. You can't the the word of the the, the, the child of God is special, is peculiar. Hallelujah. The child of God is something to be adored. Hallelujah. Amen. Say I'm a child of God. Say I'm a child of God. Say I'm a child of the king. Say I'm a child of the king. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, What is man? visited him every morning. What is man? What is man? What is man? What is man? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What is man? The Bible says something. It says to the intent that the principalities and the powers in the heavenly places might be made known by the church. What is the manifold wisdom of God? Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10. Now it means that there are Diabolical and divine principalities and powers. Are we okay with that? Can we go to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10? He said that that to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers. Give me King James Version. Verse 10. To the intent that now unto the principalities and the powers in heavenly places might be made known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. Hallelujah. Do you know that we are, we are, it's like, you know those days, people go to theaters. They have a very big theater in, in those, in Roman time. Are we okay with that? And then they go to what gladiators. Hallelujah. Very good. Now we, it's like we are also in a kind of uh, uh, theater. And all angels are looking at us, but we are not fighting. We are just displaying the glory of God. 
Hallelujah. So to the intent, the Bible says that the angels inquire to search into the matter of our salvation. How God has saved us. How God has regenerated us. So the child of God is something very special. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Oh, you don't know you are something special. You don't know. You don't know. Alright. So we want to give honor to God. We want to give honor to Apostle, our senior pastor. The, 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 the main man of the vineyard. Hallelujah. We say God bless him. And then also to our head pastor here. Reverend Barry. He's going to Apostle. He's going with Apostle to uh, Ashesi. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, so we know that we are studying about what? So this year is our year of watchfulness. Divine increase. And then what? And then what? Victory. Victory. Very good. All right. So we are dealing with watchfulness. Now today I want to deal with the word. The word of God. The surest foundation for watchfulness. The word of God. The surest foundation for watchfulness. The word of God. The surest foundation for watchfulness. Now my anchor scripture is from Isaiah chapter 21. Verse 5 to 12. NLT. Isaiah chapter 21. Verse 5 to 12. He said that look. They are preparing a great feast. They are spreading rags for people to sit on. Everyone is eating and drinking. But quick, grab your shields and prepare for battle. You are being attacked. Say you are being attacked. You are being attacked. Say you are being attacked. Are being Hallelujah. Verse 6. Okay. Meanwhile, the, less, the Lord said to me, put a watchman on the city wall. Say put a watchman on the city wall. Put what? A watchman on the city wall. Are we okay with that? Okay. Now, let us look. So, uh, uh, now you can display the image. Then we'll come back. So, now, put a watchman on the city wall. Now, what they are talking about is the city tower. Are we okay with that? Okay, very good. Now, it is... Now, in ancient times, I'm sure we've watched a lot of medieval movies, right? Very good. You realize that when they build their cities, okay, they have walls around the city. But mostly, they have places that are elevated beyond the city itself. Are we okay with that? Okay. They call that the watchtower. Are we okay with that? Okay. Very good. And um, certain soldiers okay, are assigned to stand upon that you know, watchtower. Are we okay with that? Very good. Alright. So now let's continue. Let's get back to the scripture. So this is a typical example of set. So we set. Hallelujah. Now, it means that watchfulness cannot be done on the plain ground. Do you understand that? Watchfulness cannot be what? Down on the plain ground. Anybody that wants to watch must be set or must be elevated. Is that not so? Very good. He said, Meanwhile, the Lord said to me, Put a watchman on the city wall. Let him shout out what he sees. He should look for chariot drawn by pairs of horses and for riders on donkeys and camels. Let the watchman be fully alert. Say, Let the watchman be fully alert. He said, Then the watchman called out, Day after day, I have stood on the watchtower. So you see that is the watchtower. So the, the, the city wall is the watchtower that they are talking about. Okay, very good. My Lord, night after night, I have remained at my post. Now at last, look, here comes a man in a chariot with a pair of horses. Then the watchman said, Babylon is falling, falling. All the idols of Babylon lie broken on the ground. Verse 9. All my people, threshed and winnowed 
I have told you everything the Lord of heaven armies has said. Everything the God of Israel has told me. This message came to me concerning Edom. Someone from Edom keeps calling to me, Watchman, how much longer until morning? When will the night be over? Where did I say up to? Verse 12. Okay, so now let's continue. The watchman replies, morning is coming, but night will soon return. If you wish to ask again, then come back and ask. Hallelujah. Now, so we are just looking at the, the structure, okay, or what a watchman looks like. Are we okay with that? Okay, very good. Now, it means that everybody who is a watchman, one, it means that you, you should be able to communicate. We are told we are, we are bringing it spiritually. You should be able to communicate the mind of God. One. Do you understand? Okay. Now, two, it means that when people come for inquiry, you should be able to give them what they are asking for. Are we okay with that? Do we, do we see that? Very good. Now, let's go to Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1 to 3. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1 to 3. Habakkuk chapter 2, from verse 1 to 3. He said, I will climb upon to my watchtower and stand at the guard post there I will wait to see what the Lord says and how he will answer my complaint. Then the Lord said to me, write my answer plainly on tablets so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now we are saying that for a person to be a watchman, one, he must be elevated beyond the normal people. He must be at the height that other people are not at. That is the first requirement of a watchman. Are we okay with that? Do we see that? Very good. Now, I know that a lot of people have spoken about watchfulness and prayer. Watchfulness and what? Prayer. And people think that when we talk about watchfulness, we are actually talking about praying. But a praying person can still be unwatchful. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, why am I saying that? Let's see something. The Bible says that in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in the darkness. And the darkness cannot comprehend it. Do we see that? Now, it means that we cannot start something in the beginning without the word of God. Because the word of God is the beginning. So everything that you start in the beginning without the word of God has not begun yet. That which was from the beginning, which we have seen, which we have heard, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was made manifested. And we have seen it and declare unto you that, 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 I said, and declare unto you that 
that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifest to us. That which was from the beginning. Now, it doesn't just mean that the word of God is from the beginning, but it is the word of God that brings everything into being. Now, the word of God is not just the beginning. Now, for example, if I want to run a race, there is a place I need to start at. Now, what we are saying is that wherever you start at is actually the word of God. Do you understand that? Very good. Now, whatever, so it means that if I want to begin my prayer life, it begins with the word of God. Are we okay with that? Because everything that the word of God does not begin cannot, cannot last. It is only the word of God that has eternal capacity. Forever, oh God, thy word is settled in heaven. Do you understand that? So, if your prayer life was not quickened by the word of God, soon it will die. If your prayer life was quickened by your effort, you know that your, your effort is not eternal. You are a, a greater created in, 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 in time. So whatever time and space can do to you, can do to your effort. And if your prayer life is dependent on your efforts, that, oh, I set alarm. I, 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 I have to pray. I have to do this. I have to, you realize that after some time, it will, it, will, it will die off. It will die off. Because its source, its beginning, is not the word of God. was from the beginning. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God that which was from the beginning. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. So it means that my prayer life must be made with him. It must begin with him and must be created. The substance by which my prayer life must be created is the word. And the, the point at which it begins must be the word. Because the word is the beginning. And it is also the substance for creation. Oh, I, I, I pray you understand what I'm seeing. Now, it is not just that the word of God is the beginning. And that it is the substance of all things. But... Now let's go to Colossians chapter Colossians chapter 1 from verse 15. He said, He's the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every all creation. Let's continue. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. Now we are talking about the same word of God. We understand, okay? Because the Bible said that in John chapter 1 verse 14 said, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father. And I told you that Christ is both what? The content and the container of the word of God. I've told you that before. That outside the jurisdiction of Christ, the word of God cannot abide. Everything abides in Christ. He's the full revelation, the mystery of God. Are we okay with that? Yes. Do you understand? Okay, very good. So, now we are talking about the same Christ. Now, let's keep also Colossians. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. Now, let's continue. And he is before what? And in what? In him all things come. Now it means that the word of God is not just the beginning where you start, nor the substance by which it is created, but it is that which also 
holds that which you are doing. It, it consists. He said, by him what? All things what? Consist. Now, but there is something that he said, and he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the what? Now, so you can start something, but when God comes, where he's looking at, he's looking at three, he's looking at first two things. What, where did this thing start? And by what means did it start? That is why I was singing ancient words. It is so ancient. That anybody that carries that particular word of God predates time. Oh, you forgot. David said that what? Because I love your word. He said, I am wiser than the ancient. Psalm 119. Let's begin from 100. Psalm 119. I understand more than the ancient because I keep what? So his, his understanding is deeper than ancient. Now, so a 20 years old child with the word of God is deeper than the, he's deeper and more ancient than a philosopher who is 100 years. All things were made by what? By him. And without him was not anything made. That was what? Made. Now, this one we are talking about. Now, you see. The word of God made both physical things, things that are seen and things that are unseen. Do we see that? Because when we go to the Col let's go to the Colossians 15. We are still talking about watchfulness. Um, we, are, we, we will come back to the watchfulness. Colossians chapter 1, verse 15. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of over all creation. Let's continue. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible. So, the things that are in heaven and the things that are on earth, the things that are visible to these eyes and the things that are invisible were made by the word of God. Now, I don't need to go to heaven to see what has been created if I have the word of God. That things that have been created can be created. The Bible says something. He said what? Lord, teach us how to pray. And then he began to say, pray like this. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Do you understand? Okay. Now in the Greek, this is the way it, it reads. Hallowed be thy name as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom come as it is in heaven. Thy will be done as it is in heaven. Do we understand? Okay. So it means that there is a way by which God's name is hallowed in heaven. And what Jesus is praying is that the way God's name is hallowed in heaven, it should that same that same way should be brought onto the earth so that the saints will also hallow the name of God the way it is hallowed in heaven. Do you understand that? So it means that that dimensions of God in the heavens, okay, can be brought down. I don't need to go to heaven to hallow God's name. It can be brought down. The very substance of heaven can be brought down. Thy kingdom come 
on earth as what it is in heaven. So, I don't need to, we are talking about the kingdom of heaven, but the, I don't need to go to heaven to, to have the kingdom of, I can have the kingdom of heaven. Jesus said, when you go preach, the kingdom of heaven has come. For example, in heaven there is no sickness. In heaven there is no sorrow. In heaven there is no defeat. So there are there are men that can create that particular atmosphere of heaven upon the earth. That he's, he cannot forsake. He's working in divine health. He cannot. Oh, Paul said all things work together for good. What may look like I'm being defeated is actually working for a greater victory. And the means by which we do this ah, is the word of God. You see? The way you handle the word of God when people, I know that they don't know what the word of God is. Hallelujah. What fullness? What? What fullness? Okay, so we are talking about the word of God. The surest foundation for what? For what fullness? Now, now, how can a man watch a man, how can a man really watch? You see, you cannot watch without a commandment. Now, for example, Mrs. Nikwe is the head of Oasis. When she comes, she can give a charge that maybe one of the workers, I, I know one of the workers is uh, Osajifo. Osajifo, I want you to take care of these things. What, what made Osajifo a watchman came as an instruction or a commandment? Therefore, the foundation of watchfulness does not begin by prayer because prayer itself, you need the word of God to pray. <laughs> you see, Study every revival in church history. It always began by the word of God. The reformation began when a word came. Martin Luther, the church shall live by faith. And he wrote 95 uh, 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 theses and nailed it to the, to, the, to, the, to the church door in Germany. And that was how the revival began. Hallelujah. Because, you see, I can have I can have so many things in me. So, the way revival happens is this. It is one person who is revived. And when one person is revived, he has to transmit it to another. But the only means I can convey that is through word. Because what? He said, the words that I speak to you, they are what? Spirit and they are what? Life. He said what? He sent his word. He said, for your ways are not my ways, and my and your thought my thought. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways than your ways, and my thought than your thought. But as the rains and the snow come down from heaven and return not theta, so are my ways. He said, For what? For I will send forth my word 
For every word of God or every word that cometh forth out of my mouth shall not return to me void, but they shall what? Accomplish that which I preach and prosper in the thing where to I sent it. So, the, the agent or I, I really wish you can understand this thing. That the means by which God transports things or communicates things or if God wants to give you something, he will give it to you through word. If God wants to give you peace, what he will, he will give it to you, the means by which the peace can reach you. For example, the way we have boat food. One day I was here and then my wife called me and said that, oh, she has ordered some Chinese something, something for me. My God and my Lord. So, we were just chatting and she called me and said, oh, Chinese is coming. I said, okay, fine, fine, fine. Then the boat food, the boat is here. They gave me the food. You see, the means by which things are transported is through the word. If you can really understand this, eh? if you can really understand this, oh Jesus. Hallelujah. Where, where, where was I before I even deviated off? Which scripture did I even quote? I realized that I veered off a little. Okay, but Colossians chapter 15, it, it even just came. Very good, perfectly, yes. How can a man watch? Perfectly. So we are saying that what? Watchfulness comes through what? Instruction. It comes through the word of God. Now, because watchfulness has to do with the will of God. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible said what? When the watchman was set upon the tower, an instruction was, the reason why he was set upon the tower was because what? An instruction has been given. Now, I'm not saying that, you see, prayer, prayer itself is a side effect. It is something that comes as a result of a particular action. Do we understand that? Okay? Now, for example, rub your hands together. What, what, what are you feeling? What, what do you feel in your palm? Heat. But that heat is as a result of friction. Do you understand? Okay? Very good. Now, anytime I light fire, it, it grants light. But heat comes as a result of that light. Are we okay with that? Okay, so now prayer itself is a, is a side effect. You know when you take certain drugs, like you take certain drugs, you feel drowsy. Okay, now that drug doesn't is not coming to uh, 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 make you feel drowsy. Maybe it is a cough syrup, but there is a side effect. Now one of the, that is the any man who has the word of God will begin to pray. So, realize that prayer itself is something that is generated. Because the Bible said that what? If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will. So, prayer is as a result of what? Abundance of the word of God dwelling in us. Because when the word of God dwells in you, it will cause you to ask. Now, you see, the very the very essence of prayerlessness is unbelief. Nothing else. It is not that you don't have time. It is not that you are weak. It is not. It is unbelief. Straight, straightforward. Now, you believe that you have to make money. So the day you get up, 
Even when you are tired, you have to go to work. It is, it is a matter of what? Belief. So, belief is that which motivates everything that we do. So, now, <laughs> if, I, if you know that if I put, if I go and I'm at, ah, there are some of you here, even if you are sick, you are sick, you are, you're on the deathbed, and, the, and, and, and Bill Gates comes and says that, Charlie, I think I like you. Come and let's talk about something. Something in relation to business or something. I want to put, that day, you will let them wheel you to that place. You, you will lie on the bed. They should take you there. Why? Because you know that the man has the capacity to change your life. Now, the reason why you do not pray is not because you don't have time. It is not because you, you, are, you are feeling tired. It is because you don't believe in prayer. And that is a result of you not knowing the word of God or not having the word of God abiding in you. Because the Bible said that what one of the requirements for prayer is that what? If you believe whatsoever ye, so there is a prerequisite for prayer. The prerequisite for prayer is that you believe. There is another prerequisite for prayer. Another prerequisite for prayer is that you know the will of God. But all of them are contained in the word of God. So, it is not prayerlessness. It is wordlessness. That is causing your prayerlessness. Oh, let's talk about men like George Muller. George Miller prayed 1.5 million prayers in his life. That is what it was even recorded. And at those 1.5 million prayers, they were answered immediately. Now, I did a calculation. It means that every 30 minutes, the guy was praying. And do you know the secret of George Muller? Oh, it is George Muller had an orphanage. And one of the days, the children have gotten up, they are prepared. They have come for breakfast and there was no food. There was no food anywhere. And he says, he told the people that he went, go and bring the plates and the spoons. When they brought the plates and the spoons, then he told the children, pray over your food. Empty plates. He said, thank God for the food. Now, immediately the prayer was done. <laughs> was done. There was a knock on the door. Come, 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 come. There is a milk factory in a particular town that was packing. That was passing around, but their wheel has broken, and the milk will spawn within a particular time. And then they heard that there was an orphanage, so they came. It was God that broke that wheel. Now, after the milk came, immediately they were sitting down. There was a big, there was a bakery around. The, the baker said, right from yesterday, God has been putting it in my heart to, to bake. So he, the, the, the person just baked and brought it to death. That was, you see, that man asked God for everything. He asked God for the pen, for the pencil, for and those ones. And do you know what Dr. Muller said? He says that the secret to his prayer, he, he, he has never prayed without reading the word of God first. Because, oh my God. Because you see, the way, without faith, it is impossible to please God. And what we are saying is that, last time I was teaching you something, he said, if we pray according to his will, he hears us, not that he answers us. So faith gives God a hearing. Now it means that when I'm praying without faith, God is not even hearing what I'm saying. 
First John chapter 5, verse 14. Now, this place, he said, now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will. Now, there is the structure and the content of the will of God here. Now, the structure of the will of God here is that we pray in faith and in the name of Jesus. Are we, are we okay with that? Before there's so, now God has not gotten to the place whether so this this thing is not talking about oh is the is, is the car a will of God for me? No, 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 that's not what this thing is talking about. We are talking about the content of the will. We are not talking about the content, we are talking about the structure because we are talking about hearing. For example, if I'm going to see someone. The first, I, I told you something, that if you are going to see someone, the first thing they will ask you, do you have an appointment? If you don't have an appointment, we can't hear you. So, faith is that which books an appointment for God to hear you. Now, after he has heard you, we now come to the content of the wheel. So, it is, you see, during the dark ages, what Satan wanted to do? Satan, he, he took, well, there was something we call the censorship of the Bible. He took the word of God and hid it. And then there was a time of inquisition. So in the time of the inquisition, what they do is that if you have the word of God, they, they, they will either remove your two eyes, but you want to read, so read. So they'll remove your two eyes or they'll cut your hands or they'll burn you at the stake. People like William Tyndale, John Huss, all those people were burned at the, at the, at the, at the they were burned. Are we okay with that? Okay, very good. Now, so Satan knowing that, <laughs> The very Christian faith is based on God's word. He hid it. They hid it everywhere. Then we entered into darkness. Now, so, Satan's source first is not to attack your prayer life. It's to attack your word life. Because if he attacks your faith, you will stop praying. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 All right. So let's talk about, let's read some few scriptures. Psalm 119, verse 148. My eyes are awake through the night watches that I may meditate on your word. Hallelujah. So here, the psalmist, I, I want to, I want to, everybody, I want to encourage you that everybody should read Psalm 119. At least every week, spend time and read Psalm 119, the whole uh, 176 verses. Hallelujah. Are we okay with that? Every time, spend time, read Psalm 119. Watches. Hallelujah. Okay, let's look at Psalm 19, verse 7 to 9. Psalm 19, verse 7 to 9. He said, The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. Now, we are speaking about the place of elevation. Are we okay with that? Okay, very good. Now, every time, it is the word of God that elevates us. Are we okay with that? It is what? The word of God that elevates us. 
Okay? Now, I was talking to you about the fact that now we have been elevated to a particular place. Are we okay with that? Okay? Now, what have we been? I'm saying that the child of God is a rare species. When you can go to every kind of creation, set throughout the universe, you will not find a, a species like the, like the child of God. Do you understand that? Okay, you will not find what? A species like what? The child of God. Are we okay with that? Okay, very good. Now, we are also saying that, let's get back, let, let's get back to the six, verse 7. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Then we came to a place that says that, the, uh, let's go to the point that says that, uh -huh. he said, the commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. Now, so one, we need to solve the problem of elevation. Because we are saying that anybody that has, is at the ground level cannot what? Cannot watch. And watching is as a result of what? Come up here. So when John, uh, when John was about to be drawn from, you see, even in the spirit, there are doors that are locked. Hallelujah. In Revelation chapter 1 verse 10, okay, John said that I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And I heard behind me a voice as of the sound of many waters saying unto me, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. What thou seest, write and send to the, the uh, seven churches which are in Asia. Do you understand? Okay, very good. So he was already in the spirit. But he was in the spirit. Now let's go to chapter 4, verse 1. Chapter 4, verse 1. He said, After these things I look and behold, a door standing open in heaven. So, even though he was in the spirit, there, was, there are doors. Do you understand? Okay? That is why, even though there are witches, it's, it's not, witch, a witch cannot know things about your life. Malam cannot know things about your life. Because he said, for had the princes of this world known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. For I had not seen, neither ear heard, nor has entered into the heart of man. What the Lord has prepared for they that love him. So, in the spirit, there are things that are hidden. Even angels, there are things that are hidden from them. Oh, Rabbi, so Qatar. Zikapa. And so he said that what? After these things, I look and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, Come up here. So his elevation came by a voice which transmitted a word. Do we understand that? Now, after I've been elevated, the next thing I, I need is open eyes. Because if you are the soldier and they've elevated you, if you are blind, what will you report? And so, we have been told that let's, no, no, let's go back, let's go back to the uh, uh, Psalm scripture. The Psalm scripture. Psalm 19, verse 7, verse, verse 9. He said, The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgment of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Sorry, verse, was, was it verse 8 that says that enlightening the eyes? He said, The statute of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. So, now, when I want my spiritual eyes to be open, it is not the third eye. 
it is the eye of the human spirit. Are we okay with that? Okay. Now, the means by which this, these eyes are opened is through the word of God. Now, I'm not talking about there, there, there is prophetic eyes. Are we okay with that? Like somebody comes and he says that, oh, I see an angel. Fine, that is okay. But there is a kind, you see, that same person, you realize that even though there's a lot of prophets around, are we okay with that, okay? But these prophets, some of them do not carry authority like when you read about people in, 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 in about 100 years back, like people like Kenneth Hagen, people like, uh, uh, what do we call it? Uh, 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 what's this guy's name? That guy from Scotland who said that, give me Scotland or I die. John Knox, very good. You see, now those people, they, they stood against kingdoms. I, I'm, I, people like Smith Goldsworth. We are talking about like Marian Woodward Ethan. Like Catherine Coleman. We said that even though these people can see, mention names and things, they do not carry authority so much. Because there is a particular sin that comes only by the word of God. It doesn't come through prayer. And people, Smith, talk about Smith Goldsworth. Talk about uh, John Graham Lake. The man did healing so much that he was arrested for practicing medicine without, without license. And it was said that in his days, it was Jesus Christ that went around inviting people for his healing ministry. And so far as he dwelt within that particular state, nobody was sick. They carried, don't you know men like Idahosa? What authorities? Idahosa was in Nigeria and said that, I dethrone Hilaliman, I dethrone you. But we are seeing so many of these are prophets now. I'm not saying that they are very bad. You see, many of them, you see, the, the word of God is being relegated. But we cannot have true treasure without the word. We see so many. Why are people going wayward? Young prophet, they begin to pray, they begin to see. By the time you see, he has moved, he's insulting because. You see, there's no, you don't have content. You don't have groundedness. It is that God, word of God that gives you weight. Do you say that one? That ye not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, by the cannons like the men, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. So, the word of God gives us, it gives you grounds. You are not easily swayed. So, I'm saying that, what is, look at something. What gave Idahosa that this guy, they said, okay, uh, uh, the pastor said, if you believe in Jesus Christ, you can raise the dead. Many people preach things they don't believe, I'm telling you. Many people preach things they don't believe. If they believe that you can raise the dead, and yet when somebody dies, said the Lord has given the Lord, not Smith Wigglesworth. Smith Wigglesworth, while died, he said God did not tell him, so he, he brought the wife back to death, to life. And said that, honey, you were going, you didn't tell me. And the wife said that, Charlie, I'm tired, I want to go. He said, okay, go in peace. Like, those, when you hear about their encounters of, it is strange. 
Somebody came to, he was doing healing, he was doing, he was conducting healing. And someone, the people were in the line. Somebody came. The person does not have this thing. Please, oh please. Okay, so his leg is just like this. So no, this one. So it means he cannot wear shoe. When the guy came, he was, pray, he was praying for the sick. Then he told them, go and buy a shoe. He, he's not praying, go and buy a shoe. Then people were, the person was like, can't you see that I don't have this thing? How can you tell me to go and buy a shoe? So the person just decided to uh, uh, obey out of, out of, you let me just do it. So he went. He went to the shoe shop. And then when he was about to buy the shoe, he was asked, that what size do you wear? And he was not talking. And then the shoe seller looked at his feet and was like, ah, are you okay? This thing, I mean, he didn't say it, but he was like, ah, you don't have, how can you wear these shoes? He said, what size? Very good. What size? Then the, the person just mentioned some size. And then when they brought the shoe, he was about to wear it. Then the legs pop. Reckless, like, like, dumbing feet. It is, uh, John Chilek will tell you that the fear of the devil is foolishness. Uh, um, what's his name? Um, this guy, Lester Simmerell. He's the spiritual son of Smith Wigglesworth. And they said that there were a lot of missionaries that were trying to take a particular place. They couldn't do it. Because there was a stubborn voodoo person around those Southern American countries. And they invited Smith Wigglesworth. He went there. And when he was preaching, this voodoo man came and was trying to do. When Smith Wigglesworth just watched the guy and slapped the guy, bam! And then all the demons came out. He was left demonless. And what we are talking about, that guy was a territorial this thing because he is sure, making sure that the, the, the gospel will not come there. And then at, at night he went to sleep. When he went to sleep, the wind was just blowing, blowing, blowing inside his room. Ah, the wind blew and pushed his bed to another side of the corner. Then, then he got up. He said, Satan, get out of here. Then the wind rushed out. He said, no, 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 come, come. Come and push the, the, the bed right where you left it. Then the wind pushed it and said, get out now. What gave this man this? It was because there was something. They saw something in the word of God. They, they cannot mention names, but there is an authority that they carry. It comes through seeing the word. Oh, Jesus. They don't have anything. All they have is their Bible. But everything in their Bible, in the word of God, they manifested. So, you are saying that the next thing is what? Enlightening the eyes. Enlightening the eyes. Seeing with the eyes of the spirit, the word of God. Flat, because the Bible says that, that he may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That in the knowledge of what? Him in the what? The knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that he may know what is. That he, he said, be father of God, that he may know what is. What? What is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saint? So there is God's riches of glory. And that riches of glory is an inheritance that God. So you see, what I'm saying is that that's what I'm saying that as a child of God, you are not anything just like that. Oh. You think you can you can just die anyhow? 
the reason why you can die anyhow or fall sick anyhow is because you don't know. It is a word effect. There is something about the word of God that you don't know. That you may know what? What is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? On what and what is what? The greatness of his power to us what that believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him up. So when this light comes, it lets us know what is the greatness of God's power. Oh Jesus. It opens the eyes. Hallelujah. And why were men praying? Why were men watchful? Why, why were men watchful? Let's go to... Um, now, you, you, uh, Mrs. Nugwe read, uh, read a scripture about the fact that be watchful for you know when... for you do not know when the, your Lord cometh. Okay, now let's go to something. Let's go to um, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 from verse 1. 1 Thessalonians... He said, but concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For you, for you yourself know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. Let's continue. For when they say, so let's go, let's, give me King James Version from verse 1. He said, but of the times and the seasons, brethren, Ye have no need that I write unto you. Why, why, why don't they have anything to? Because what? He has already spoken to them. And what does he say? Continue. He said, But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. Continue. I'm coming. Okay. He said, For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as what? Continue. Ye are all the children of light, and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as though, as, as do others, but let us watch and be sober. Now, the watchfulness and the soberness came as a result of them being children of light and children of what? And children of what? The day. But we know that light, the source of every light is what? The word of God. How did they become children of light? Because they were birthed through light. We were born by the word of God. Are you aware of that? He said that not being born of what? A corruptible seed, but of an incorruptible seed. The word of God which liveth and abideth forever. So, when God's word, when God's word was coming as a seed into our heart, now that word means sperm. 
It means pen. So God's pen came into our heart. But that pen is light actually. And so when we were begotten by that light, we became what? Children of light and children of the day. It is impossible to dwell in the word of God. It is impossible for you to dwell in the word of God and be lost. He said, the word is a lamp to my feet and a light on my path. So, the knowledge that came as a result of they being children of the day and children of what? Of the light. They said what? Therefore, watch. You see, let me give you an example. Let's go to, um, I'll give you a lot of examples. Let's go to Daniel. Daniel chapter, I think, is it 10? No, let me start for, let me start 9. Is it 10 or 9? I didn't write this one. Daniel 9. Daniel chapter 9. In the first year of Darius, come to verse 2, let me see. The first day of the reign, Daniel. Very good. Perfectly. So let's go. Okay. So in the first year of his reign, Daniel understood by books the number of years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, the prophet, that he would accomplish 70 years in the dissolution of Jerusalem. Let's continue. And I set my face unto the Lord and to seek, to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. Now, we are saying that Watchfulness, okay? The means by which watchfulness starts, okay? The means by which we come to the place of watchfulness is through the word of God. Now, look at this guy wanted to pray. And when we become watchful, because the Bible says that watch and pray. Not pray and watch. Do you say that? Watch and what? Pray. But before you can watch, you have to be shown something. And you have to be told to guard something. That is what I, I said. So, there is something that comes to elevate you to the place of what? Watchfulness. God told Ezekiel, this day I have made you a watchman. Do you understand what I'm saying? Very good. So now, let's go. So, through the word of God, now, the children of Israel have gone into, uh, what do we call it? Um, into captivity in Babylon. And according to the word of God, they were supposed to stay there for 70 years. Hallelujah. Now, and I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting. Now, this thing was not the first thing that happened. The first thing that he did was what? He understood by what? By books, the word of the Lord through Jeremiah the prophet. So it was that that set him up to start watching that. It is time for the people of Israel to come out. So, and I set my face unto the Lord to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. And I prayed unto the Lord my God and made my confession and said, O Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them. Look at the way the guy is praying. He knows something. You see, people can say, I pray, I pray, I don't have anything to pray. You don't, you don't have the word of God. You don't. When you have the word of God, you can't say that and I prayed unto the Lord my God and, and made my confession and said to 
and said, Oh Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments. But how did it start? It started by what? Understanding. Can we go to um, 1 Corinthians, uh, sorry, um, Luke chapter 11. Luke chapter 11. I think let's start from verse 13. If ye be evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them? Okay, let's start from verse 5 and let me say something. And he said unto them, which of you shall have a friend? Now what, let's watch here. And shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, friend, lend me three loaves. Let's continue. For a friend of mine in his journey is come to me and I have nothing to set before him. Let's continue. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, Though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needed. Now let's continue. He said, And I say unto you, Ask, and it shall be given. It shall be given you. But how can you ask if you don't know there is something like that there? He said, and ye shall be given. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Let's continue verse 10. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knoweth, knocketh, it shall be opened. Verse 11. If a son, if a son shall ask his bread. Now go, go to the verse 13 now. If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gift unto your children. How much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Now, why are they asking for this Holy Spirit? Because God has already prom promised in the Lord that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So, the reason why they were asking and they were importunate was because God has made a promise Do you understand that? God has what? Made a promise. Now let's go to Luke chapter 18. Luke chapter 18 from verse 1. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Verse 2. Saying, there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man, and there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, avenge me of my adversaries. And he would not for a while. But afterwards he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubled me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Let's continue. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said, saith, And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cried day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? Verse 7. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? So, what kept the woman continually asking was what? Faith. And how does faith come? Faith doesn't come through prayer. It comes like what? So, it is, it is that same word of God that keeps the importunity. Oh, Jesus. 
if you dwell, if you abide in me, and my word abides in you, ye shall ask what ye will. Now, because importunate prayer comes as a result that God, you have said this. I can't give up. You said it. Oh, were you not the one that promised that you give me this? Were you not the one that, so because of that, because of that promise, I said, Daniel said, ah, you said 70 years. When he understood, he set up. He elevated himself and began to what? Seek. This year, can you say that I will read the word of God? You see, the word of God, let me tell you something. Let's go to, I'm, I'm ending with this, Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 to 3. Verse 11. Chapter 11. Chapter 11. Chapter 11, verse 1. Okay. So now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good report. Verse, verse 3. Okay. Through faith, we understand that the world were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Now, we've already heard that the word of God created all things. Now, let me show you something. Now, the word worlds, I told you that it is not cosmos, it is aeon. Cosmos means the physical universe, that which we can see. But aeon speaks of the ideological. Are we okay with that, okay? The systems that govern the earth. Are we okay with that, okay? Now, they are invisible things. Even though we can see their effect, it is not that they are invisible, that they are spiritual, but they are distinct. For example, there is something called relationship. Can you see relationship? You can see two people coming together, but you can't, you can't see relationship. Are we okay with that, okay? Very good. So, for example, I have a world around me. Do you understand? Okay, let me say there, there are, there's an aspect around me. Okay, let's say that somebody says that my world came crashing down. Do you understand? Okay, my world came what? What does he mean? It means that systems around him is breaking down. He's afraid. Do you understand that? Okay, maybe is that Abrabo? That's saying very good. Abrabo. So my world around me is what has broken down. Mejuma say, Mewari and Kosu, Bibiaya Basa. So there are things around me, ethical things, ideological things. Are we okay with that? Okay, systems around me that I've put in place. Now, what the Bible is saying is this: the word of God is it frame those things. word of God, okay? He framed those things. And do you know how it framed those things? It framed those things by calling those things which be not as though they were. Now, so, the word frame can also mean repair. Now, the way you can frame it, you can repair it, you can build it, is by the word of God. Your health, it is deteriorating. 
it is your world. Because maybe, let's say that, oh, Charlie, oh, be but you realize that because of health, you broke down. The means to frame that world is by what? The word of God. So the word of God didn't just make the physical things, but he, it made what? The, the systems around. Hallelujah. The only reason we can watch is because what? It's because we have the word of God. The only reason why we can watch is because we have the word of God. This year, read the word of God. Now this year, Apostle said that instead of the one year, he said that what you do is six months so that you read the Bible back to back twice in a year. Now, because I love you very much and because I believe in the word of God, you know, everything that, everything that is important to you, it is memorized. Are you aware of that? Everything that is important to you is memorized. Your name is memorized. Your father's name is memorized. Your bank account is memorized. Your number is memorized. Every important thing is memorized. No, I mean, yes. But can you ever trust a surgeon? Are we okay with that? Okay. Who is doing the operation? When he cuts one, then you now refer to the book. Okay, so they say cut here. So you realize that most important things are memorized. Everything is memorized. So this year, Bible said that for when for the time ye ought to have been teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and have become such that have need of milk and not of strong meat. For everyone, so there is an appointed time where every believer must become a teacher. There is an appointed time. There is an appointed time. Now, anytime the water issued forth, watch, listen to me, listen to me, listen, listen, listen. Anytime the water came out, it was measured. Do you understand that, okay? In Ezekiel chapter 47, when the water came out, no, it was measured. The way we do this is that the Bible, the Bible also says something that uh, 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 we should wash each other's feet. Do you understand that? We should wash each other's feet. Now, what is the uh, what is the water? It's the word of God. He said that he may cleanse and sanctify with the washing of water by the word. Now, the means by which we cleanse it, each other's feet is by daily sharing the word of God with each other. So, when we meet, when, 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 when the Hebrew person meets, do you know the reason why they say shalom? We will children of God, we don't talk about politics, we talk about the word of God. And it is your requirement that as each, you encourage each other every day. By what? By the word of God. So, you don't know. They, today, so this guy is going through something. Then I just, I just say, then I just come and say something about the word of God. He said, don't you know, Charlie Pro, today I read some scripture. The Bible says that what? And no, eh, 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 don't you know the thought I think about you? It is not the thought of evil, but the thought of good to bring it to an expected end. Meanwhile, he's just there. But that thing that you can say can revive him. And you see, the, the word of God, the manna came daily. So God's word is the word according to the day. So that word that came, it will last you for the day. Another day, it means that I need to get another weight. 
but the ones that I read alone is not enough. Somebody must top up. Because we live, one day we'll talk about the mystery of the body. Okay, the mystery of what? The body. How to live in the body of Christ. Because the Bible said that what? Each part must supply unto the edifying of the whole of itself in love. So, you like this, you are not supplying, what are you not supplying? You are not supplying life. And life is the word of God. So, the more, the more you, you also, another way to grow, the more you share the word of God. The more, sometimes, when we preach, eh, some of the things we don't even know. When you go back and you listen, you're like, ah, this thing, hey, I, I don't know this thing, I said it. So, the way to grow in the word of God is by sharing it. The more you share, the more you, you grow in the word of God. The word of God, the word of God is not, it is not meant, it is meant to be a river. It is not meant to be a lake or a pond. It flows. Do you understand, okay? So don't keep the word, share, share, read, share. Very good. Keep treasure, keep treasure. God, God's word is eternal. Everything that you are doing, will pass away, but only his word cannot pass away. Why don't you invest your time into that one? Hallelujah. Don't be, don't be too busy for the word of God. Don't be too busy. Don't be too busy for it. Hallelujah. I told you I read Genesis to Revelation in, in 40 days. 50 scriptures, 50 chapters, 60 chapters. I was just, just reading, 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 reading. 40 days I was done. Hallelujah. And those days, I used to memorize. I memorized books. Now, I've forgotten most of them. I forgot. But I'm going back. Right? I'll start with Hebrews. I'm, I'm memorizing. Everything that is important is memorized. God's word is important. I'll memorize it. I'll memorize it. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We bless you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the adoration. Father, we pray that your people will receive the fire of your word. A desire to love 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 your word. May they hear your word. May they speak your word. Oh Lord, may everything about them be the word of God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you were blessed by this message, share it with someone so they can be blessed too. We look forward to fellowshipping with you next time at Zion Impact Ministries.